1: All right, we're live here talking Warriors Nuggets Game Five. Warriors close out the Nuggets to move on to the second round. Brian is here, or shall I call you the Bam P like <laughs> Anthony Slater and Marcus Thompson called you the other night on their post-game show after Game Four? Yeah. Um I I hopped on their live stream on the athletic and I knew my name was the Bam Pod, but I was gonna try to act like, "Oh, I forgot to change my name back to Brian," <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't roll with that route. So, if you want to hear my question, listen to the latest plus minus, and i think I'm the third guest they brought on. That was cool, though. Yeah, you were the only. You were the only question, uh, as far as the first three that didn't have that that didn't lead me to believe that. Warriors Twitter kind of dictates the fan base because <laughs> lots man. of lots of anti Kerr pro Kaminga and the yeah the and then that la- whoever that last guy was I just turned it off because I could not <laughs> handle it anymore. Uh, okay, so I uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about here. Uh, first, I guess the you just your overall thoughts on on the closeout game. It didn't start perfectly. It it was a little. I would say yuck there for a little bit, but it ends the way that you would have expected it to end. Do you have any thoughts on how how uh, the whole game happened here? You know, in game three, when the Warriors were down, but you kind of felt like, okay, they were probably going to come back and win this thing. Yes. I was thinking for game five, like there was like a two minute or one minute and 30 second stretch where I was like, shoot, I don't know if they're going to win this one. <laughs> but then Jokic picks up foul number four. And I feel like that's at least when the the, the tide started started moving a little bit. Okay, you know when I knew they were gonna win. When? So they do the interview with Steve Kerr at the end of the third, beginning of the fourth, and the announcers just like, "What are you guys gonna do? Like eight points down, Jokic is killing you." Like, I mean, he didn't say it that way, but that's essentially what it was. Yeah. And Kerr did one of the most Steve Kerr. You act like we haven't been here before. Moments, he's like, We're not gonna do anything to attack Jokic, we're just gonna keep playing. Like, what do you even, <laughs> like? Where did you learn basketball? And I was like, Okay, I'm pretty confident they're winning this game. Uh, okay, so let, let's get to our main three points. Uh, and you can bring up anything else that you want. These are just the ones that I was kind of pulling out and taking down notes as the game was going on. So, the fast five starts the game. Looney is the one who goes to the bench. So they start small immediately. And you and me and uh, our buddy Ben, we were in a chat earlier kind of talking about like, what what is the psychology behind starting this way? And Ben was of the opinion that it was just kind of like, well, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Thus, Looney is the guy who can go to the bench. I sort of agree, though... I kind of wonder if we're going to go back to Jordan Poole coming off the bench based off of this game, because he was very much the fifth man on this lineup and he started out really slow. I don't even think he touched the basketball in the first three and a half minutes that he played. There were a couple moments where he turns to Draymond to get the outlet or to get the inbounds and Draymond passes to Steph. (laughs) I was just like, okay, this is a little bit different for him. Once Steph came out of the game, he started to cook a little bit. But overall, I don't, I don't know. I think this was a little disjointed for him. And I think I mentioned this after game two or game three when he was just excelling. And I was saying, well, now he's got a target on him because the teams, you know, they game plan Steph and they game plan uh, Clay. Well, now they're going to game plan Jordan Poole. And so we, I think we saw that. The last uh, last couple games, he was he was pretty poor tonight. What was what was his line? Uh, he three for 10. Yeah. Three for 10 shooting. But uh, it could have been. Did they? I don't think they counted that. They that didn't goal count 10, the goal. The no. goal. ten. that so it could have been four for 10. Yeah. Uh, just eight points. Four assists. He looked a little jittery. I would say a little anxious, which is like fine. Like he's he's a young player. This is his first big moment. I'm glad he had the success, but I'm also glad he had a little bit of the frustration because as you move on to the, to the next round, now he has to sort of figure out, okay, how do I get back to those first three games? How do I get back to what I was, was really happy with? That's what I want. And he's got to learn from those. And, and, you know, I think he is a type of player. He's got a lot of confidence. He, uh, play, you know, hit his swagger kind of leads him and he needs to get back to that and hopefully he will based on uh you know what, uh, what 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 happened in these last two games. Yeah. Um and now I could finally like project out into the next series because I know I was doing it in like game 3 and it's like yeah. okay wait a little bit. I know no teams come back from a 3-0 but still I didn't totally want to continue doing that. But now we can look to Minnesota or Memphis yeah. and um I definitely think there are like for for Denver it kind of felt like there wasn't really like a an attack perimeter guy it seemed like okay let's just try to maybe get Jokic on one of the guards but there's there's regardless of who you see in the next round like John Morant you could attack him D'Angelo Russell 100 percent so I just I I I hope that they take advantage of that and I think Jordan Poole could definitely um thrive in thrive in getting that the matchup he wants and I am confident he'll succeed Okay, so you mentioned it. We're, we'll talk about this a little bit more, but I'm assuming it is going to be Memphis. Whether it's going to be close out six or seven, I sort of feel like they'll be able to to close this this out during the next game, but they have not played well either. And Minnesota plays this sort of I don't know insane game of basketball, and I think they kind of sucked Memphis into playing with the 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 way that they're playing, just Jekyll and Hyde and uh, I, I listened to uh, Bill Simmons. He had her on and, and her Alibaba said uh, the Memphis series is like players on bath salts like they're just <laughs> insane. And I I wonder how much of that is, that that series for Memphis is kind of what we're talking about for Jordan Poole because they have a whole team of guys with the exception of a Valanchunas. Um Valanchunas isn't on either team. Oh, uh, Steven uh, Adams, uh, Steven Adams, Steven Adams was, uh, was thing. That's who was traded for uh, with the exception of Steven Adams, who's been there in the big time, but gets no run in the, in this series, you know, that they, they got a lot of young guys too. So I wonder how much of that is that for them though. You know, Kyle Anderson has been there before he's, he's played in, in some playoff games. So there, there's a little bit of that, but I mean, they're, they're led by Ja and, and Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson, you know, he's seeing what the playoff whistle looks like. Uh, you know, a different, a little bit different from the, the regular season whistle there. Um, but so to kind of go back to what we're talking about, the fast five starting, uh, Steve Kerr made his first rotation with like three minutes and 40 seconds uh, uh, that had been played. And so Looney comes in, Jordan Poole goes to the bench. They were a plus one in those minutes. They did not come back to that lineup until the beginning of the second quarter. Um, second half. Uh, it was even less time. I think it was like three minutes and thirty seconds, and then boom, Looney comes in. Pool goes to the bench, minus six. So that lineup, the fast five, which we were looking at as the super lineup of all lineups here, uh, minus five in this game, and they just went away from it. It wasn't even because of foul trouble. They brought in Otto I... Porter, who, who, who had foul. Oh, I mean, Dray- Pool had. Well, didn't Draymond get a quick two right in the beginning? No, he had one. He he had one right away again, like 20 Mm. seconds into the game. Um, But I don't think Draymond's minutes were that staggered. Poole gets a fifth with like, uh, I I wrote it down here. He he got his fifth foul with um, actually I didn't write down the time. I don't know. It was like five minutes left in the game or something. And uh, I don't think he came back in, did he? I think they did one of those like, okay, Steph, they get fouled and they're trying to inbound it with like 30 seconds left. You know, Kerr does a quick, let's switch out GP for pool for offense yeah. and then switch back in GP while they're shooting free throws for defense. I think yeah. he came in for that. But, but yeah, but that was, he, he did not come back to close the he game. Yeah. Yeah. It was, GP. It, was, it was GP two and it was Otto Porter. Auto Porter did make one three pointer and then he had the dagger attempt that could have closed the game out and then he bricked it. Uh, but yeah, so, so pool, you know, there there's some there's some stuff there that, that he's got to figure out. GP he hit some big shots, man. What was what did he shoot from, from three point? Did he miss a three-pointer? He was he uh was, three of four, so he did four, miss yeah. one. Fifteen points, some some cuts, some some screens that he slipped. Uh he was put into a lot of a lot of Jokic stuff and he just stood his ground what else was he going to do he's, pops is is very happy proud papa watching the game uh, i thought that was really cool they kept showing him a lot a lot of gp a, a lot a lot of gp uh, he's he he needs to, i don't he he probably didn't know he was on tv he's kind of letting the gut hang out there a little bit i was like <laughs> come on gp uh okay so uh my next point uh, of the game the pace the nuggets And the style of the game, which was, again, lots and lots of foul calls, lots of whistles, stopping the game. The Warriors did not get into any sort of tempo until late third, early fourth. And we'll talk about that in a second on my next point. But the pace very much favored the Nuggets. I thought that was uh, really good on them to slow the game down. They figured out how to muck up the game. It was a lot of ugliness. It was all offensive rebounds, really. It was missing shots because they didn't shoot very well getting the offensive rebound then getting it to Jokic getting it to boogie and getting those second chance scoring points and uh, kudos to them because that is a way to beat the Warriors the Warriors want to get out and run they want to get out in space they want to get guys in in mismatches and and attack those mismatches and that was not happening for a lot of the a lot of the game The, the the Warriors did have the lead for for a lot of it, you know, not let's not say that that it was uh, all Nuggets or anything, but you know, late, right, late in the first half, uh, the Nuggets kind of took over, and then the whole third quarter into the middle of the fourth quarter, the Nuggets had the lead, and it was all because the Warriors could not get into any kind of tempo. And then when you have Nug when you have Jokic to bail out, you know the 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 defense and Boogie like Boogie was awesome today. <laughs> Uh, they're just eating up the little the little guys, right? Because the Warriors didn't have anybody of size to to really put a hand up. It was just trying to muscle Draymond was trying to muscle those guys out of their position. But overall, um, if uh, if the game was five minutes shorter, it's 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 a Nuggets game. But obviously, it wasn't. Did you did you see anything that the Nuggets did specifically that caused uh, you know that to their to their benefit to 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 how well they played? That caused the Warriors to to not play well for a lot of that third quarter. I just feel like it was it was um like so maybe some matchup based when Jokic comes out with four fouls, you put in Boogie. The Warriors go a little smaller, but they go Looney to match up with Boogie. Mm-hmm. Nuggets keep in Aaron Gordon, and then I think we either had in Otto Porter or Wiggins. Um, so I don't know. That still feels like an even matchup when you think of like rebound ability, but that's kind of the the lineup that when when Boogie was in they just kept getting offensive boards there's like a possession where they got like three or four of them yeah. and it ended with a three that was devastating uh cuz i'm trying to see here but yeah i think i think it was just like them putting in a specific lineup that caused those offensive rebounds and you look at the box Jokic has a tremendous game 30 19 and 8 he does have six turnovers, so they turned him over again like they did in in game three and game four. Um, he was 12 of 18 shooting. He misses only two threes. Aaron Gordon had some energy out there, but also made a lot of uh, terrible turnovers, like turnovers at the wrong time of the game. Uh, he also was 0 for 4 from three-point land. The Uh, The only player in the starting lineup who was, they had two players who were positive in the plus minus were Will Barton and Aaron Gordon, both plus two. Jokic was uh, even, completely even. Jeff Green, minus 13. You know, I think one of the keys in this thing, Monte Morris was so good in the last game. And I was surprised to see that he had 14. Like, I literally don't remember all 14 of those points. Uh Bones Highland had a terrible game. He was 0 for 6 and got hurt there a little bit. Boogie 19 points uh, 4 rebounds but he was still a minus 2 in his minute so they were able to muck up the game for the Warriors and you could sort of see by the Warriors box uh Clay was uh, this is worst game I think in, in in the playoffs so far 1 of 6 from 3. Steph kind of like it, <laughs> halfway through that game I was like oh this is a bad Steph game Ends up with 30, five rebounds, five assists, five of 11 from three, and then misses those goofy free throws there at the end. He's like looking at his hand like he's a shack or something. But um, otherwise, uh, yeah, rough, a little bit of a rough uh, game for for most of it there. All right, my last point, and then we'll, we'll get into some other things. Obviously played small. But they wouldn't attack the stupid centers with the high pick and roll until third quarter. <laughs> I'm like, where? Like, why not? Like, let's let's figure. Like, we got Boogie out on the court. We got Jokic. Like, let's get them into action. And then finally, they started doing it. And even the threat of it was getting Curry open three pointers. Like, there was like a moment where like GP would just sneak over because Jokic just guarding GP. He kind of doesn't even really set the screen, and Steph just kind of hovers in between the two men. They don't trap him and he just shoots so he did that a couple times mm-hmm. late in the third um i think it was, was also to- because he knew that Jokic had four fouls so he knew that like Jokic wasn't going to go all out on the contest even though like when you look at it like steph curry threes is like oh my god how'd you make that there was a defender right there but that yeah. one specifically Jokic still had his hands up decent defense but steph was like i know he's not gonna like try to try to do anything more than this because that would result in a fifth foul for him so Steph just and, and so uh, I think Jokic, gosh, he had he had gone out of the game with his fifth foul. There was like eight minutes left. It was like eight something, and then he came. Uh, it was eight nineteen. Picks up his fifth foul with eight nineteen. He hurts his hamstring, or his hamstring was tight, or something. And so I'm just like, okay, let's go right at him. And still, you know, they they didn't. I just, they didn't really blatantly go at him. I guess it's because what what Kerr said at the end of the third, oh, you know, we're not going to really do anything different. And, uh, but you notice though, Steph just kind of waited. There was, those a couple moments there where I was like, oh, does he know that the shot clock is at like six? And then he just waits and he waits and he waits and then he goes left hand and scores. And then he does the night, night thing again. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was a little frustrating because they wouldn't do it. And then they finally started doing it. And it, it, it really, it really got them uh, that lead. So, I, I don't know. Do you, do you wish that they would do a little bit more of that stuff? Or are you with Kerr in this whole basketball has energy and, you know, we're going to run the, we're going to play the game the right way and all that stuff. I definitely think both sides are right. But of course, like, I mean, Steph drove and then got Jokic the fifth foul. Like that would, that was because of a drive. So I definitely think there should have been some more attacking Jokic. Like in that, in game four, I mean it was a lot of like high pick and roll and then yeah high pick and roll and then Steph would just get Jokic on him they wouldn't really fight to not have Jokic on him and then yeah. it was just easy buckets yeah but I think I think it was um a little harder to get that because you had GP was playing so well they didn't want to take him out he's not as much of a threat to like to like make sure the the switch wasn't how do I explain I don't know like I don't know in game 4 they well, who they who was that closing lineup in game 4 I already forget but it just seemed like that switch on defense Jokic would have to switch over to Curry because they couldn't afford to like mess around with the pick and roll but in this mm-hmm. one when it's GP they like kind of they hover a little bit longer to see if Steph's going to try to uh dish it into GP on the drive yeah yeah cuz GP is such a great cutter and such mm-hmm. great timing on his cuts uh so uh a good friend of mine, Mark Nobita, says attack the Gimp. He wanted to see them attack Jokic because you know again, not not only was he in foul trouble, but he did have the injury. You know, I'll tell I'll tell a quick Mark Nobita story here. Mark was a really good high school basketball player, and then as we we got a little older, you would have I don't know you were probably I'm going to guess you were like five or six years old when I'm playing in this uh, this league. And so Mark and I are waiting to play. I think we were like in the championship or it was, it was like some important game and the game right before ours, all of a sudden this guy goes up for a layup and a guy who was not even playing, but was like running from the stands, just like cold cocks him right in the face and like knocks him out. And then these guys like jump in a car and they just, Get out of dodge! Oh, what the heck? So we didn't we didn't really know what's going on. What what we found out was um there's a there's an NBA player. His name was Brian Williams. He played for Chicago Bulls. He had he has at least one ring. He may have had more than one ring. He changed his name uh, to Bison Dele. He's uh he gets killed on a boat, and I think I think the brother was the one who killed him, and the brother. Who killed him is the guy who got knocked out in this game in this rec game that we were playing in, in in uh, Campbell, California or whatever. Ridiculous oh craziness. So that's Mark Nobita. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. So we had uh, a little bit. I don't know. I I guess. I guess we just should just play the sexy music right now, but um. So we had. A Kuminga watch, and we made another graphic because this is what you sent me when the Warriors are struggling a little bit. <laughs> so Kuminga comes into the game, and he let's turn off the sexy. Yeah, no more sexy music. music. Uh, and and so he comes in, and you know we're thinking. Uh, you know, let's run some action. Draymond gets him an alley-oop right away. I think it was Draymond got him an alley-oop mm-hmm, right away. He gets another one, but then the nuggets turn it on us and they go, okay, you're going to use this, this rook out here. Who's just tons of energy and running up and down the court. Well, in this slow action game that we have, cause they couldn't get out and run. We're going to make him play our game. And it was isolation with Jokic and Kaminga, and then there was even a moment where the ball swings out to Kaminga and Kaminga's got one on one. And I feel like he just maybe should have shot the three, but he's like, nope, I'm going to go right at him. And he tried to do something, but he's like under the, yeah. under the basket and he just gets a shot block. So there was a couple of good things that he did. But he did not energize the team like they like they thought he was going to, or like you know, like the reason why he put him in the game. And they they went away from him uh, pretty quickly. So Jonathan Kaminga, uh, do you have any any line here for your friend Kaminga? <laughs> uh, oh, the this that line. Yeah, he played for five minutes, four points, two for four. Minus two. And had no other stats. So no rebounds, no assists. No, no rebounds, steals. no assists, no free throws. It was just those two or three. Yeah. So you know who, who didn't play for the Warriors? No Bielita. uh and, and, you know, Lee, Moody, and, uh, and JTA are kind of the guys who aren't playing. But, you know, so they, they even went shorter on, on the leash with no Iguadala, And we didn't mention that. But Andre's out for probably a week. With uh, a a neck injury. And so they played clay thirty nine minutes. Wiggins twenty three minutes. he only he only played twenty three minutes. And some of it, I think, is just because, you know the the game got so slow that they decided that having Porter out there as sort of the foreman in the Draymond uh, small ball five, was going to be better for for rebounds, but you know, portable. Well, the only pick. thing I could think of was I would because I was thinking that too. I was like, why isn't Wiggins in this game? And maybe it's because they would have gone to like hackle Wiggins. Maybe, yeah, that, that's that's right. what I was trying. He to He was think. three of five from the, from the free throw line. Kevon Looney was the one who was zero for two. Um, and then you had Draymond play thirty six, and they were they needed every single one of those thirty six minutes. Um, they had Jordan Poole played twenty five. He got in foul trouble. Steph at thirty seven minutes. Kevon Looney at 21, Gary Payton at 25, Otto Porter at 24, and Kuminga had his little five. So so if they don't play Kuminga, then they, they only roll out eight guys. He's the ninth guy and he's got five minutes. So not you know, well that that when they needed it, they really shortened that rotation. And I do wonder, I imagine Andre does play a little bit in this game, but Gary Payton, like was going to be way better for this game than Andre would have been. So I don't, I don't, I think that they would have still had those, those Peyton minutes. Okay. So um, let's uh, let's look ahead a little bit. We tease this, but Memphis, Minnesota, I'm assuming you would want Minnesota to win. If you're looking for the easier matchup for the warriors, but they're playing really well too. And they have Anthony Edwards who the warriors do not have a match for. At least defensively, that that would be Wiggins guarding yeah, Anthony Edwards. Cat Cat's going to give the Warriors similar problems to Jokic, but he's also going to make more mistakes than Jokic is. He can extend out to three point line a little bit more, which makes Draymond uh, he Draymond, You know, it's going to tire Draymond out a little bit. But I, I think we're assuming Memphis wins. Do, do you? How do you think the Warriors match up against Memphis? Um, you know, we have what four regular season games and first game, it was like like the fifth or sixth game in the season or like, it was pretty early in the season and they lose in overtime. No clay. Uh, second game we went to, they won. Yeah. That was a really it's good game too. Really good game. And they didn't have a lot of people. It felt like, and I still, I know there wasn't clay. Curry had 46 on that night. Yeah. Game three, oh my goodness, I'm starting to forget these. Oh, game three, Clay was back, no Draymond, and then game four is where they sat like everyone except yeah, for Poole. they got blown out in game four. Yeah, uh, so Jaws' point totals in those uh, three out of those four games, he was leading scorer: thirty, twenty-one, twenty-nine. Steph was leading scorer: thirty-six, forty-six, twenty-seven. I think. I think the 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 most intriguing thing to me is they are going to have to figure out their five man right. Stephen Adams probably can't really play in the in this series either. I, I don't I don't think I could see them starting him though. They, they could because Cat Cat completely like dominates Stephen Adams, but I could see Stephen Adams getting more run in this series. You know when he'll play. And they'll—they may even do this purposely, like Looney's in or something. When Looney when Looney's in, they may match Adams with Looney, and I think the Warriors will be happy with that because then they can attack him in the same way that they attack Jokic, and then they sort of force him to the to the bench. Um, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. has to stay on the court. I think if he's if he's playing, he's a bit of a problem for the Warriors defensively. Obviously, jaw is a giant problem. Desmond Bain versus Clay, and that just that wing spot I think is the most intriguing matchup after the the Jaw Steph matchup. Uh, Gary Payton is is a big part of this lineup. If it is Memphis, though, because they like to play him with Jaw, and I wonder if that would cut into Pool's minutes at all. I know Gary Payton. What twenty? Yeah, you already said it. Twenty-five minutes tonight, especially going into the next series, is is honestly to me he like made like a little he made a point that he needs to definitely be playing a lot more, and especially in these next two series. I think I said it last pod, but I was like, at what point does how quickly does Gary Payton come into the game? Because out of all the games we've seen, even though the Warriors have never been fully healthy, in Game Three when they were in Memphis. Wiggins was getting demolished by John ja Morant just because they ever since Kelly Oubre left last year, Kelly Oubre was kind of like the their best guard defender since clay was out. Wiggins was the best wing defender. I still think Wiggins is the best wing defender. I don't think he's even that good at guards. But since they since Kelly left, they had to trust uh, Wiggins mm-hmm. at a, a lot more guarding the guards. Uh, ja killed them. Absolutely killed them. And then Gary Payton ca- came in and like actually kind of shut down jaw for a while. So I wonder how quickly they'll go to GP. And we're not. Uh, Memphis hasn't won yet, but. I'm kind of with you. I think they'll win. Um, I think for that series, though, if it is Warriors, um, Memphis, I think they'll go. I think they'll go. um, Desmond Bain on, on Pool, Dylan Brooks on Steph, Jaw on Clay. So I wonder if you could just like get Clay cooking or something. Just a couple post ups and a little fadeaways. That's what I would think. Because if they put Jaw on Pool, I gotta think Pool just gets by him every time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's going to be an exciting series. Uh, Memphis has been a tough matchup going all the way back to last year, and and the, the playing game. It's been a rough one. The Warriors. I, I kind of feel like the Warriors will figure out a way to create a little frustration because of that. You know, give themselves a reason to to be mad at, at Memphis. And yeah, I think I think it's uh, I think it's going to be a good series. Now, if Min- if Minnesota beats them, I still think it'll be a good series. I think the Warriors just have too much veteran playoff experience. Uh and and Minnesota has none essentially. So Patrick, Bev, I, You keep sleeping on Bev, man. Bev's been down. Bev's been great in this series. He's, he's, I think he's, he's been great. Cinderella. That that's who Bev is though. I'm not sure I understand right? Oh, what the heck? Come on, Siri. Yep. <laughs> uh, Pat okay, let's look at this. Pat Bev, okay can we look at pat beverly's uh career here so i, I remember pat beverly on um houston uh, is what i but but he was on the clippers too right when mm-hmm. when the oh, warriors yeah, yeah. were were playing 2019 he first round of course espn doesn't make an easy way to look at career stats uh where where's my basketball, basketball reference That's when yeah. i need it doji Okay, so you're right. He plays his first one, two, three, four, five, six seasons in Houston, then four seasons with the Clippers, and then this season in Minnesota. And the furthest he's gone in uh, in in the uh, the playoffs would have been last year, last year West with Conference the Clippers the finals. They, they 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 played seventeen games uh the the previous time before that was the 2016 Houston Rockets. I think they they made it through two series. So like Pat Bev for all of the accolades and and he's a, you know he's a good defense player. He's really good for uh you know firing up your team as well. He's kind of the inspirational leader, you know, sort of like a Draymond. But I I mean, he's a career forty-one uh, percent shooter in the playoffs. Uh, I'm not saying he's like this great like player. I just, I just think that he's, uh, I just don't think he's like a bad player. <laughs> I feel like you think he's just like well, I mean, a bad he, player. He's not. No, he's he's not a bad player. He he will frustrate certain guys on the Warriors for sure. But is Pat Bev going to play forty minutes against the Warriors in a playoff series? Probably not if he doesn't like foul out, I feel like I definitely think Minnesota trusts him a lot. I think that Pat Bev throughout his career has kind of played like a, it's kind of cheesy, but he's he's kind of been like a little brother on teams where the Clippers, he's little brother to Paul George and Kawhi. And I feel like now he's on this younger team where he kind of has to be like the big brother and the mentor. And I, and I feel like it's been entertaining to watch. And it's, it's been an entertaining series. I, I think we were texting in the chat and saying like, I was telling Obi, I was like, this just feels like the least veteran led series with so many dumb mistakes. And I forgot where I saw exactly. it, but I was like, I found the perfect word that to me that describes this series is just like a drunk series. <laughs> well, or bath salts, like her album. Yeah, it. that one too. But um, what else is there to like, look into? I feel like we should. I know we were looking ahead. I feel like we should just take like 15 seconds and just. Applaud what's about to be the the league MVP, man. I, I think if you really look back into like this dynastic run that the Warriors had, yep, um, including this year, like he, I feel like Jokic is like top three guys they've ever played in a series. I'm thinking LeBron 2015 was the best, maybe KD 2016, and then Jokic. Oh, that's that's a good one. I was um, trying to think back really quick because I just thought of it, so I, I don't know who. Uh, the, you know there were some hardened moments there, but he oh, he, would sure. always, he would yeah. always come up come up in the end. And, he would just and not play it, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Jokic and, and LeBron, LeBron for yeah for 15, 16, 17, and eighteen he was awesome. But they were Lots just in, in, in seventeen and eighteen they were able to match him because they had KD. Kyrie in sixteen was amazing, but Mm -hmm. you know, if Draymond doesn't punch him in the balls, that series is probably over in five. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's up there. He's unless I I, I do wonder. Clipper runs or the Spurs runs or like, I I do wonder. You know, we we hope that uh, Jimmy Jam Wiseman is able to have a career, is able to come back from this. Because I kind of wonder what it would be like if you just had him out there for five fouls and, and if Jokic would have had to work a little bit harder. Though, you know, Wiseman is still a growing dude. He he is stronger than he was when he was a rookie, but he's still, he's still semi-thin. But I do wonder, you know, if you had a guy who actually uh was... How tall is B At least a 6'9". Yeah, probably. and he's the tallest player on their team. I think so. If, I, I think I, I think they're I think the way the Warriors look at this is they're crossing their fingers that Wiseman comes back so that he could be that guy to match up. But at the same time, I do think you may have to get another center to back. I up. would. Ex- I think that's. I think if they were to go back and do it this year all over again, I think that is the one change they would make is to get another center. Boogie, you know you know boogie was cut like three times this year yeah yeah i mean he not to say, uh, say that he's not slater i think slater quickly reported though that when he was on the waivers like the, there was a chance the warriors could get him but slater quickly said like no there's like no talk about getting boogie yeah no that's what i mean though he was out there but they were they were very much wanting this Wiseman plan to to pan out and he was kind of the wild card. It just didn't, it just didn't work out for them. I wonder, do you know how it would work? So Wiseman's now missed two years, right? And this upcoming year, he would be eligible for the extension. So like, yeah. I'm assuming they don't, they obviously they don't do it, but probably not. But after a fourth year, like what are you allowed to, <laughs> well, he'll be a restricted free agent, I believe. Right. So yeah, he would, um, well, so so I think how, how it happens is the Warriors would pick up his next year because they have the I think they have the option for the following two years. So within that second year that they pick him up the option, then you're talking extension, I think. Okay. I'm I'm just saying this because it's looking like, I mean, these past two games don't totally help, but at least everything before that pool was starting to look like the max guy, potentially you, if you told me Kaminga got a really nice extension in two years, it wouldn't shock me. I'm just saying maybe Wiseman might be a discount now, unfortunately, because of all the injuries, but he's only played maybe 30 games of NBA games in two years, according to spot track he th- this is his third season he made 9.6 million this third season we're talking about pool no we're talking about wiseman this is his second season i believe uh 22 th- yeah, yeah 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 second season uh, Next, so the next season will be his third mm-hmm. he signed a four year deal so the following year will be his fourth and they have him signed for 12 million and then the fifth year his the 24-25 season They have a qualifying offer of 15 million. So they have to, if they just say, we're going to pay him the 15, then he's locked in for that fifth year. And then the sixth year is when he's restricted. So that's how it works. Okay. Okay. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Five. Is that like a top three pick thing? Because I know to me, all rookie deals are four years and then extension potentially after three. But you're saying Wiseman has a fifth year? Th- they have the option to okay. give him uh, a fifth year at fifteen million. A offer. I don't think they do that. Fifteen for one year. Does that? I mean, if if he play like he's got two years essentially to yeah, you yeah. know, to to show that he's of value. Uh, if they say no on the qualifying offer, I think he then he becomes a restrict. I, I, okay, actually, restrict- that, that's what I that's what I don't know. Yeah. Neither do I. Maybe maybe enough Jimmy Jam for the day. So uh yeah yeah so yeah we'll, well we'll maybe if we if we we uh look it up a little bit more I'm just, sure I'll, I'm sure this is something that Slater yeah. is going to cover at some point then we can just steal his All tape. I said is is let's take a little bit of time to appreciate Jokic and you turned it into Jimmy Jam within 45 seconds. Yeah man. We're, we're looking at we're looking at how how do we beat this guy? <laughs> he's he's too good. All right, a quick uh around the NBA segment here. Giannis Closed it out. They uh the the Bucks, I think they were the game right before the Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. They were. They closed out Chicago. Uh, and so they play Boston in what's probably gonna be the uh, I guess the series with the most interest because mm-hmm. Boston swept Brooklyn. KD is having a fit, man. <laughs> that, that guy's that guy's letting it all out right now. Uh, And then we have Miami, also closed out. Atlanta, what do you think is going to happen here in this Philadelphia-Toronto thing? <laughs> I, I will be tuning in. Is it tomorrow? I hope it's tomorrow. I think they do play tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. If this goes 3-3, you literally have James Harden, who is the ultimate of butt cheeks down <laughs> in important games. Doc Rivers, who is Mr. Blow Leads as well. Yeah and Embiid's not really known to like close out games either like big series like it's just it's just a disaster waiting to happen if this really gets to 3-3. I thought it was so interesting that Embiid said something of the effect like yeah, my energy wasn't there. I'm too worried about getting hurt. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what <laughs> like that's that's regular season stuff, you know? Like this is this is like time to to ball out. Like I kind of wonder I wonder if he was trying to make some, ex- not make excuses, but maybe take some of the responsibility off the team. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> really understand that at all. So, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Uh, so, yeah, they play tomorrow. They are the four o'clock game. Uh, and also uh, Suns Pelicans play game six. I, are you thinking that they close that one out? Suns will close it out. I bear Brandon Ingram was giving it all on the floor and he looked like he got banged up a little at the end. I don't know if they list him on the injury report, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's super sore right now. Maybe that plays effect into this game. Booker shouldn't be back for this game. There's a chance he's back for game seven if that happens, but these hamstrings, people popping their hamstrings. Yeah. I just think, yeah, I definitely think, I was hoping, oh man, I was hoping that the Pelicans were going to make them sweat even one more game if they went up 3-2. That would be nuts. But I was watching that game and it just seemed like it was always like a 10-point gap. Like the Pelicans could never close it. The Suns are just, Mikael Bridges had himself a game. Suns are just like too, they control the pace. You know, CP with his, like, slow pick and roll with Aiton that seems to work almost every time. Yeah. The Bridges could just go on the fast break. It's it's such a well-constructed team. Um. So then Dallas can uh, close out as well tomorrow, game six. So these are all the game sixes tomorrow. And then Memphis, uh, they try to close out on Friday, and game one of Memf- uh, Milwaukee and Boston already starts, uh, I think it's Monday. Is it May 1st, Monday? Um, so, yeah, these series are, are picking up. And the the first round was was pretty good, but some of these matchups in the second round are going to be like, I think we're going to see some seven-game series here in, in, mm-hmm. in round two. Uh, th- there's an opportunity for... A few of these series is to go seven, but I do think most of them will wrap up at six. Though, man, Philadelphia, yeah, that's (laughs) such a weird. Imagine being a Philadelphia 76ers fan. You're just like, what is going on here? It's it's like the tale of two different teams. Um, And then, yeah, so Warriors are the first team to clinch uh, a berth into the second round in the West. And uh, they will play the winner of Memphis and Milwaukee. All right. Who, who do you think is the first the next one to join them? Is it Memphis or Phoenix? I think it's gonna be Phoenix and I think Dallas too. I think both of those teams clinch tomorrow. I definitely think Utah essentially threw in that white flag last year. Especially game. if Donovan Mitchell, he's talking about his hamstring and or whatever his injury is. Like, yeah, that that that's uh I think that's gonna be a done deal. Luca Luca's pretty fresh too, because he didn't play for those first three games. Um, All right. So last thing here before we get out of here, 49ers have a little bit of a situation going on with Debo Samuel, the red and gold standard podcast. Uh, I think they're going to be doing some stuff this weekend for the draft. There, there'll probably be an episode, uh, I'm guessing, after uh, after the first couple of days of the draft, especially if something happens tomorrow. But you were of the prediction that Debo was a goner. And now you've kind of come back a little bit and think that Debo's going to stay with the 49ers here. There, there was some crazy Jets offer this morning with a bunch of picks and Elijah Moore for for Debo. But uh, I kind of I hope that they call his bluff and they figure out how to work it out before camp. I think that's my one uh, fault in rooting for my home team in sports or just like any... I, I'm just a sucker for like prospects. And, uh, I mean, in the Giants farm system, I'm I'm always checking up on Luciano, on Hunter Bishop, mm-hmm. on all those young guys that are in the farm system. For the Warriors, I, I, I can't continue to say more how much I want to see Kaminga play. And for the Niners, I was like, oh, you're telling me there's a chance we could pick in the 10th in this NFL draft? Like, that just sounded fun. <laughs> um, but it definitely was mixed with, like, that, and then also mixed with Debo is, like, upset about there being any type of speculation yet he doesn't want to yet he, he doesn't want to give us like any clarity so it just leaves us up to speculation mm-hmm. so that that was kind of annoying and then there's that video that surfaced where it seemed like he was going like he was cutting off like he was saying no to the Niners when that guy at the bar bought him like some that screen or whatever <laughs> uh it was yeah it was just that mixed with that and I was like all right get this guy out of here but today I, I'm now thinking that they they might call us might call his bluff I hope so because he's under contract to them now. He could obviously hold out. That hurt. That hurts his his uh, leverage by holding out, or maybe it doesn't. I I sort of think it does, but uh, I I think it hurts him more than the Niners. I think because I feel like this guy is just. This isn't the you. You listen to the Red and Gold Standard for for this type of info, but the one thing I will say on is I feel like. You know, his versatility and being a running back and wide receiver, running backs have a have a shorter shelf life, right? So he's probably like, okay, I, I gotta get my money now because if yeah. I play out this rest of the season, you know, there's a chance he might get hurt. Yeah. He's not he's not been the healthiest guy in his life. Uh, it that, it, it the, makes so much sense to it me. Makes so much sense. It, I completely understand where he's coming from. So that's why I think if he holds out, and if the Niners really do say, screw it, we're gonna we're just you know, we'll 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 play that game with you. It hurts him at the end in the in, at the end of the day. Negotiation is all about compromise, right? If Debo is here and the Niners are here, well, let's kind of get in, into the middle, mm-hmm. and hopefully they do get that. It's gonna. It's all about guaranteed money. It's it's whatever that number is. The all these deals where they say, "Oh, it's you know a hundred million dollar dollar deal." It's really only what the guaranteed money is, because everything else is in these like bonuses that they may not reach especially if they get hurt which football's a violent game so i'm with you i hope that uh, i hope that they stay pat and that they can figure out the debo situation <sighs> can they figure out the Garoppolo situation that's the thing though it's Once completely just, like gone under the under the carpet <laughs> since his, Jimmy G like one lick thanks lick debo. about jimmy g yeah. thanks debo i'm not i'm no longer <laughs> the talk of the town all right so uh you guys got anything cooking on the, on the bam pods coming up soon we just threw up our football episode. Friday is baseball. Um, Ideally, get some graphics out for this draft tomorrow. Still covering basketball a lot. Not much from us, man. Just follow on the Instagram. All right. And Giants lost, by the way. They lost. One I saw 1-0 to the A's. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, Brad and I will be back on uh, Monday with Thompson to Clark talking about the Giants weekend. Uh, the Nats coming to town. Uh, we will be back. At least by the beginning of the next series, um it's possible we may we may come back before then, but I do feel uh, like we got to preview a little bit more we can I, I think I may have to start digging through some numbers and such especially especially started. once it, once we know who our opponent is yeah yeah we can we can definitely do that but uh, and then yeah, red and gold standard will be up with something this weekend based on the draft so busy busy time for b s p n Bay Area sports podcasting network so check out the BAM pods on Twitter and the BAM pod on Instagram and go and, find uh, their show. The BAM and P on the athletic <laughs> and, the, and the BAM P uh, <laughs> so funny when Marcus was like the BAM P is interesting. That's <laughs> um, funny. All right. So I'm double G for Bry. We'll see you when we see you peace out.